perfect. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. Hi everybody, my name is Cyrus Dorban, and this is episode one of the Forkaya Stream podcast. I'm sitting here with Ali Sina, who's the CEO, and I'm the director of partnerships at Forkaya. We're here to talk about what Forkaya is, how it started, and what stage we're at now. So at that, Ali. What's up, what's up? What is Forkaya? Many things, but it's a platform that connects people to ideas talent to ideas, entrepreneurs to builders, builders to entrepreneurs. It's basically a hub to get your startups made. It's kind of like a startup factory turned into an incubator and VC firm. Along the way, we've built an agency, a talent agency, creative lab, and our own internal Roundsy platform, which is basically like a crowdfunding platform, like our own internal like Kickstarter for our incubator. Okay. We have 115 businesses, another 50 on standby, 25,000 overall users, 2,000 of them are building inside the Idea Lab, and the rest are kind of split within the other platforms, exploring different parts of Forkaya. So Forkaya is a virtual incubator slash VC fund. Let's, how is it a VC fund? So are the the company is going to get funded through a certain process or milestones so the idea is to push the companies through a funnel let the strong ones organically grow and then fund them if we see an opportunity to get us there faster you know especially if we see a market being time sensitive so that's it's a digital ecosystem we have a lot of talent that are doing different things. Some are doing work for our clients. Some are doing work for us. Some are doing their own work on their own ideas. So also an accelerator, a talent agency. Um, 12, like 12 platforms all built from our users' demands, like needs. That's what they wanted. So we kind of built a world that they want to be part of. So how'd you come up with this idea? You know? Like, this is a pretty robust concept. You have, you know, 115 companies. I mean, it had to start somewhere, right? Yeah, we started with InSolar. We started with... Uh, InSolar is a company? Mm-hmm. InSolar is an online solar platform that makes shopping for your solar for your house, like, very fast and affordable, up to, like, 50% cheaper because we're doing it online. It took us, it took us like, 18 months to build it and then go to market. And we're using that as kind of our roadmap for these other startups. We just really took our time, wanted to make sure that we have a proven concept, even though like a proven concept inside of Forkaya, not right. in the past or anything I've done in the past. Just like we wanted to make sure this one works. So you and, told me in the past, like, you know, Forkaya has over 600 contracts with universities, right? So that's that's where it all started is with InSolar. In solar, we got into UCI Innovation Lab, like their Innovation Lab, UC Irvine's, because they like the idea. And I used the UC, UC Irvine and kind of like their graduating students or current students to help me build the platform. 
and that's where I got like some of the kids that interned for me liked it a lot and recommended other friends and that other schools started reaching out and saying they liked the combine program because <laughs> we kind of built it like so people can access different aspects of a career before they choose one <laughs> you know so they, that's smart ultimately it ended up being advantageous for students inside that inside of schools who are about to choose their career so then when scaling up to Fort Kaya, that's what kind of led you into making it the unique kind of structure that it is, right? Like you have a 33% split between the employees, the person who brings the idea to the table, and the incubator. Yeah, I believe, like, in sharing. <laughs> I think that's the key to our success, like, listening and sharing. And I feel like if it's a fair split, the ideas will organically be made. Like there's enough people, talented people that'll work on them. And what we look for is, those are open positions. We look for like starting five in each team. We look at Forkaya as a big league, but instead of our teams like going up against each other, we're all working with each other. We all share. We have a percentage of the company, 3% set aside for everybody, regardless of what startup they're in. Uh, so we share that those successes with everybody that's part of the Forkaya family. Wow, and that's in all 115 companies that, is cur- yeah. that are currently in the future. A thousand companies. That's funnel one hmm. is 115 companies. Funnel two is another 115 companies. 130, 50, whatever. So how do you actively manage 115 companies? They manage themselves. Like you put a point person on each team. And we have a big support team that takes care of everything. But we watch. It kind of like an ant farm. We look at the lab as an autonomous working machine. People that are attracted to the work will work on them, and the idea will organically grow. Hmm. It's crowdsourced, so we'll know if it's a good idea. Then we'll find out how many people actually want to build it. Then we'll find out how many people want to project manage. And then we get a lot of data through our own process, whether it's the talent that's plugged into the system or the idea that's plugged into the system. And the life cycle of that is forever because fork in itself is meant for the ideas to fork off and build other things. We completely believe in pivoting. Though we think we're going to build a few unicorns out of Forkaya, the goal is to build autonomous vending machines. So 115 companies that are running businesses that are profitable i don't care about we're not going to grow and burn cash like so it's bringing some traditional business values to these companies so you're teaching these you know right off the bat you're getting you're getting students and graduate students coming in learning how they work learning how learning how companies work getting credits for it getting equity for it and then when they get out of school they have a company that is essentially profitable work yeah it's their they have a company because of our mentorship and our kind of business acumen, we know how to turn these. Well, we, when it's time, we know how to turn the business is profitable as opposed to just the old kind of VC model, which is overvaluing companies based on users and burning through cash for growth in, ho- in or hopes of hitting critical mass. And then we own the market and all that. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I really don't. I think it's a broken model. Uh, I believe in businesses that are 
you build something, you get the users, you get people that love it, you make as many adjustments to it as possible. As possible. At some point, you pivot into your users' needs, and that's the company. If that's not what you started off with, then you can start that again and start trying to go with for that company again. But we're not going. But we have our company. Then you can fork off and do another one. From an organizational leadership perspective, I think people are interested. When you say 115 companies, right? What does your day to day look like? How do you, if you have a support team, how does that, how does that look? Like, how do you? It's, I mean, that's still 115 point people to speak to. I mean, how often does that happen? What? How? You know? How do I have like I'm super accessible, or <laughs> I try to be super accessible. At some point, you very like you'll be able to get a hold of me. There are multiple ways, but my ideas are amazing. My day, the way I spend my days are experimenting, failing, designing, program. Like I do all of it. I try to do a little piece, just the ways I do the combine program myself. The same way anybody can be, go on the development team or project management team or design team and see different point of views and the vantage points from all divisions of an organization to get a cohesive understanding of what this organization's mission, cause, and values are. Combine. Elaborate on combine. Combine program program is like our NFL, like the NFL has a combine program. We have that for startups. So it's like a plug and play? Plug and play. You 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 join the combine program and you can play. You kind of pick your team that you want to work on, which is the startup. You pick your position that you want to work on. You can be a quarterback. You can be a developer. You can be on the business team. You get to try different things. We what's look the at time? This. What's the timeline on those? So, you know, anytime, as long as I've, I need. I've, I started at like a ten week, uh, like minimum. But like we're trying to do away with the concept of time entirely within our organization. Like we've never believed in like deadlines or anything like that because we don't push. We don't push things into. We like <laughs> when it's ready. When the product is ready then the work is done. Our work is pretty much done. Like, it's a good yeah. product. We know it's good. We've already talked to everybody that's used it. So um, with that, no organically, pressure. the better ideas, quote-unquote, you know, those companies when you end have, up going, going yeah. forward and the, the ones that people don't want to work on are just the ones that are kind of stagnant. Is that correct? They, they, they you know, just like, just like any kind of other organism, some survive, some kind of like stay there, some die out, some are just obsolete, and some are life-changing you know we have a few of those life-changing things not every single thing we're doing is like conceptually just like a fun app there are a lot of apps that could help a lot of disadvantaged people humans become whole through technology (laughs) you know there's a lot of work ahead but a lot of discoveries still about the human mind the human brain our mental like the way we think our concept of work, how it should be, an office, nine to five, ownership. Like what you want to do with your life, your responsibilities, what you define as a life. Is it an experience? Is it something deeper? Do you want to accomplish something more? My, you know. Yeah, I mean, all of this yeah. stuff we have, with a push of a button, somebody into our platform that's working on. Any, whether it's a client project or idea lab project or a creator lab thing, they can work on like working some of the bigger problems in our country, like world. Well, the good um, thing is you're catching them while they're young, right? You're getting people that have 
big ideas. You're you're still at you know you're still in college. You think you can change the world, and you're you know you're instilling that you can right. You can change the world. You can yeah, because everybody else is going to try to tell and, you and like tell you you can't, and try to like kind of marginalize you into a box so that you feel so it's easier for everybody. But it's like the human brain that we have. That's the that's the asset. And you're letting them test their ideas and seeing if it works prior to even entering into the workforce. Okay. And they're able to, you know, enter the workforce having a company, owning a company, 33% of a company, 66% of a company, if they came up with the idea, right? Or, 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 or they worked, or lo- and they worked with us a little bit. They like what we're doing. They use our connections to get their dream job. Yeah. And they're getting credits while they're doing it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so the good thing is your base is happy. The users are happy. Right. Now it's scalability. How do you get a thousand companies? Um, by opening it up, like we're very, very, we're growing very sustainably. Yeah, <laughs> we you're, have. You're gonna we need money, money, right? You're gonna need we, more we, money. Exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you have to grow sustainably. Yeah. That's your own money. Like we put an X amount of money aside to be able to make this thing happen, and we are at the phase that it's happened. It's kind of like self-sustaining. Now it's time to pick the right facilities to work with, the right partners to work with, whether it's a corporation or an institution, whatever, but to be able to bring the platform, not just to kind of like the users within the universities, but to the people that have been kind of waitlisted. You know, the people that have been waitlisted, the people that are really interested, that have experienced building these things and they're been looking for this but those people aren't going to leave their you know steady paychecks to be able to start a startup you know it's a very small amount isn't it what you think or do you think are you seeing a different trend i think um the steady paycheck thing is the thing of the past i think that's going to be the problem the steady paycheck people are going to hire contractors 30 hour part-timers so they don't have to pay like it's it's very competitive people can hire talent from anywhere in the world for half the price and with platforms that are people are completely capable of doing those things. It's scary. So with that thought, how do you see Forkaya expanding to be able to handle some of the needs that companies have while also being able to grow organically on the incubator side? Because I know you have, you know, this is something you're wrestling with, right? You're trying to figure out how to sustainably grow while being able to utilize all your users? Well, the users want to utilize the platform. So um, the more clients we have that have projects they can uh, browse through and choose to work on, get real life experience. Would I want them doing work for other clients, kind of using our lab for hire? If it's good for them, it's not necessarily beneficial to us. We work on like some of the bigger ideas in our idea lab you know we're working on i'd rather work on those companies but our users should have options they should have the ability to make if something takes x amount of years to make they should have the ability to be able to finance that like we give them the ability to make money while they're hedging this big career bet on a a startup Hmm. So they shouldn't like. So they don't have to go anywhere else, pretty much. They're you know right when they're home, and that allows them to transition out of college, be able to be kind of you know an agency worker, be able to say like I want to work on this project, I want to work on this project while building my startup, and it'll fund their you know lifestyles. 
Exactly. How do you see how do you see that actually working out? Are you seeing that right now there is some sort of that component in the yeah, work because I have? like t- this today I was talking to Eric who was went and worked for Snapchat and he came back here and he's like even <laughs> like do, we're techier than Snapchat in the sense that we're more startupy, they're more corporate-y already already that like wanting to work at that company because they're cutting edge and they'll let you build what you want and then license the product back to them for a few, like, you That's know. not happening. He's here because he likes what we're doing because he can press a button and work on something. He can press a button and try to solve school shootings. He can press a button, work for, look at another project, you know, be in the business team, see what the business team of in solar is thinking about how they're going to become the Uber of solar energy, hmm. how we're cleaning up the market how a platform that is essentially started off as just being a quick proposal tool has formed into a comprehensive solar purchasing platform that cut the price of solar in half like that's we listen to the users we give it in their hands and we iterate until it's exactly what they want and then we monetize it if you're at Forkaya, let's say and in solar goes public do the users get it cut get a check if the users have signed up with us and they're active and they're working inside of our ideal app workspace, absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. So that's the incentive. Is, They'll get a check. Is that one of these companies, and the more we grow, the, the better the chances. One yeah, the, of the, the concept of like virtual cap, venture capital is like one out of these hundred companies, one out of 10 companies will make it, you know, and hmm. they invest. You're kind of working that through. And I'm, I'm working that through with the entire, but everybody working together. We're not like individual units. If it happens, it happens. We have the ability to pull resources to close the gaps that other companies inside a venture funnel might fall off. You know what I mean? Like we, we're there to support and pick each other up by swapping talent around. We literally have a talent agency that we, you can trade be a free agent sign up with a new team like hmm. you know we really do look at it as like a sport I think the talent we have they're using their brains is like way more valuable in my eyes than like Odell Beckham catching a ball one handed or like somebody slam dunking it you know what I mean like well just like, highlighting something that was missing was that you know this talent is extremely valuable let's kindle it yeah, with that. with the big ideas still there, and let's let them go for it, right? Opposed to let's give you a small piece of this company to work on this, you know, very you know narrow-minded task over and over every day until you go crazy. Go work on anything you want, and let's that make it happen, is, right? That, that job is going to be replaced anyway. Anything repetitive is gone. They'll write a code. I know for a fact because we're changing up the solar industry with code. Hmm. One quote. <laughs> so you're speaking on solar. So with 115 companies, I think people want to hear a little bit more about companies. What type of talent? PhDs, neuroscientists working on brain computer on what? interfaces, yeah. Neuralink. Whether you know, they like intercept thought, thought command. And From that's my with, brain to action. That's no the pink algae. Command. Yeah, pink algae. Jetpacks, you know, how could we get around individually 
maybe using drone technology like there's a bunch of things that we're looking at that are more interesting than an app or just like a technological component but the majority of the things we do are platform based with a digital ecosystem around it where i feel like a lot of supply and demand is going to be contingent you know Hmm. like at that time and that's why it's scary because i don't think companies are going to continue hiring full-time and paying x amount of dollars when they can um actually pay for tasks Hmm. you know as opposed to like it's it's they have options you know they have a lot of options now what sectors do you see being kind of prominent in today's upcoming talent that you're trying to take advantage of ai blockchain i mean i love all of those I love all of VR. There's so much, um, so much promise in um, learning. You know what I mean? Empathy, teaching people. Like with VR, we're working on apps that'll let you experience something. So maybe you can change your mind about an opinion you may have about. That's immigration for example right so you may put your vr set the headset on and see what it be literally be in the shoes of somebody else you know maybe it's an animal that's going extinct because of our that's inability like our inability to get a hold of our polluting yeah ways you know maybe you'll get it that way maybe if you don't want to pass gun laws and you put your VR headset on and you see how it feels like to be inside of a church that's getting shot up, maybe you'll have a different point of view. You know, it's like, you know, the I really feel like there's a lot of room for innovation. That time of Tesla, Howard Hughes, it's all coming back. Like the roaring 20s, and that's what I call them, the roaring 20s are coming back, 2020 and on. I mean, I've signed up for it. I'm, I'm going to play and making sure that the future is what I see in my mind or what we make it you know what we make of it Hmm. so speak a little bit about the different branches at Forkaya because it is a little complicated when you're you're saying you know accelerator combinator you know I think people want to know how these things actually function as from the umbrella of Forkaya going down and how do people actually sit there and plug and play like you're talking about the big Forkaya concept is Idea Lab, which is startup factory. We know how to do a startup, so we're going to scale that. Um, we've built the framework, the teams, the, the lab space, the positions, the MVP, the blueprint, the manuscript, the academy. We've done, we've like, hmm. that's then, why it's comprehensive. That's why it won't fit in 12 pitch, you know, 12 yeah. slides for an investor. The one that's too complex too future thinking too layered hmm. it's not a simple thing when it's not like make it simple so i understand it's like the idea lab is our own internal it's our incubator we put our ideas in there build the teams give them tools and we build them up the accelerator are external ideas that go through a committee and then we vote on it the agency is a dev shop or a hmm. consulting agency that 
best projects, same thing as, as if like a new startup idea is put into our lab, we put that project in there, put a build a team around it, same, same treatment, it's a lab for hire. Um, our talent agency we just like launched is because we have a lot of people just reaching out to us they kind of like the unstructured way of our combined program and the way we're teaching um, talent to go about working and thinking about a problem. So they've been reaching out to, you know, see our talent, our pool of talent, you know, wow. they want to hire them. So it's perfect opportunity for people that would otherwise have a hard time landing their job mm. to use our platform to get a job, whether it's, you know, I tell anybody that knows me that has worked with me to just google a company like go to linkedin jobs find the job you want to work at see if there's a connection to ali to me or for kaya to that company send me a note i'll be happy to you know if i know you and i know the kind of work you've done or my team can let me know if the kind of work you've done within our ecosystem i'll be happy to connect recommend we've done this a few times and that's the agency was born out of that was um kids want to get they, they, they need a hookup yeah you know well i think that's and we're living in a world where you right know, out of school advantage you need a hookup well right out of school they're asking for two, two year. years experience you know and hey, wait, let me see your let me see your book of business let me see your platform let me see your portfolio it's like you're providing that literally yeah. Graduated, thank God I worked at Fork. I entered in Forkaya over the summer and have three projects I've worked on. Here they are. You can see it's here. wide. Yeah, it's wide. It's a wide spectrum of ideas that they worked on, and they're able to to showcase what two years of experience would look like. Sorry, I would say just, in a year, you know, like even less. You know, sorry, we're just starting off. Yeah, one year in business, like and already profitable. That, I mean, bring, that's a big deal. To be already profitable under a year is, is a big deal. Because the business model is good. All of this would cost like a million dollars a month to do if it was if it wasn't a sharing model. But it's good for everybody. In about a year's time, we should have the best mentor, designers, programmers. When it's actually time to onboard some of the like key components, because you know we have the infrastructure in place, we're gonna be just like we were six months ago. We're a lot further ahead now than we were six months ago we're gonna be in a completely different place. Like the, the experience will be six, seven, eight stars out of five, you know? We, and that'll let you concern. scale, right? I mean, right now that's the issue. We have 115 companies. We have so many users that wanna work on more projects, but how can we you know, support that next jump, which is season two, to 200 to 500 companies, right? Yeah, well, season one showed, like I thought like we were gonna have like a very, 0-16 season, like no wins, real embarrassing. But we knocked out in solar. We have four other ones that are in revenue. We have a ton of interest. We have people knocking on the door, investors wanting to do the old school. We're in, we're interested in your company. Like a lot further. It might be like just based on my own expectations, we're a lot further than I thought we would be at the end of the season. When there's no way I thought we'd have four hmm. revenue companies in one year. But in, like I see, like we see them as kind of like seasons. I see this next season as so pivotal because we have like project managers that can take the next 10, 20 companies and 
have prototypes, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's what I see. Once we have that part of it more structured, once I have a little bit better understanding of where the sweet spot or how that works organically, we can push the button and scale. But I'm not into like the scale for no reason, a thousand. I'm not into like, the, I don't care about the numbers, like a thousand businesses. I'm just want to sustainably make sure that the businesses are active like people are actually interested in working on these things and the reason they're joining the platform is because of the cause as opposed to all the other you know which are all good too like all the other benefits but like mostly for the as soon as they're done with this one i want them to not leave for i don't want yeah i want to already have the next five that's why we let them pick like five companies to work to choose from Hmm. So in terms of like the reason why we're doing this, people kept asking us, what is Forkai? What are we doing? You know, so we're showing a little bit under the hood. I think it'd be very beneficial to, since season one is coming to an end, let's start off with, you know, who's the MVP? Who is most improved player? You know, uh, we can kind of showcase those, those different companies in the upcoming podcast, do some founder calls, talk to the people that have worked on the projects and really show you know how happy people are working here and how we can actually scale together well how they feel about staying how they feel about scaling and uh totally like that's the this is just another communication tool you know phone email video chat zoom that i feel like this is just another communication tool with us and the users and make sure that there's going to be a symbiotic relationship. They know of every way to use the platform um, to their advantage, and also an opinion to in a a it gives a chance for the user to also see, not read, really see kind of like where our thinking is ten years, twenty years down the line of where these companies or where this platform is going to be, where this digital ecosystem is going to be, who's going to be part of it, you know? Yeah. Well, I look at it as a way for them to use your platform to get their idea out to the general public. Right now, they've been working for, let's say, 10 months on their startup. Let's start showcasing what they've been up to and start showcasing what's coming in into the next season, what's in the loop, you know? Yeah, totally up for that. All right. Awesome. So that concludes our first podcast. This is the Four Kaya Stream Podcast. Catch you next week.